Ephesians 1.18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. The saints, who are they? And what do they have to do with, with us? Let's take a closer look. Today we want to talk about the saints. Uh, that word saints there comes from the original word hagios, uh, which describes people who have been made holy or set apart uh, from the world by the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit for a specific purpose determined by God before the foundation of the world. So to answer that question, who are the saints? The saints are those who've accepted Christ. The New Testament uses uh, the word saint or saints 67 times. And in every single instance, it always refers to all believers. For instance, Acts chapter 9 and verse 13 talks about the saints at Jerusalem. And it's talking about the, the church in Jerusalem, the believers there, the Christians. Acts 26 in verse 10, Paul talks about uh, putting many of the saints in prison before his conversion. He's talking about the church believers that he was persecuting. And then Romans uh, chapter 1 and verse 7 refers to the believers in Rome as those called to be saints. Now, when you hear that called to be saints, maybe that uh, puts a question mark in your mind about all believers, but uh, let me clarify that. That uh, to be is in italics. Uh, in many uh, Bible translations, you'll see that. To be is in italics. That means to be was added by the translators to make it easier to read in English. So uh, it's not just called to be as if we're not. It's called saints. We are the saints. We have been made acceptable to God through Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2 uh, is a letter written to the church of God, which is at Corinth, uh, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. And again, the to be uh, italicized, called saints. And then Ephesians 4.12 uh, talks about spiritual gifts being given to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. You and I are the saints. Those of us who believe, who accepted Christ, are the saints. And the saints, all of us, are, are being equipped and have been equipped for the work of ministry. Saints are not some kind of special group of super-Christians. Uh, it's not those that are somehow better or, or serve God in a greater way than anybody else. Uh, they're... There is no uh, subset of Christians like that that we call saints. Saints is never used, never used to describe some subset of superior believers in the scripture. 
Saints are always referred to in the Bible as a group. Uh, the body of Christ is, is one body. In other words, it's a team, not competing teams, I might add. And sometimes in our day, we, we see the church in that sense, and we uh, it feels like you know denomination against denomination and church against church and uh, somebody trying to get ahead of somebody else and, and all of that. But that is never what God intended. The church is the church, and we are a team. But collectively, as a body of Christ, we are the saints. And uh, on that note, comparing ourselves to one another, that was, that was never God's intention. It's, it's absolutely contrary to Scripture. Um, in fact, that mindset made Jesus angry. If you remember, he used some choice words uh, to the Pharisees and Sadducees of his day uh, who were the uh, considered the upper crust, those who kind of looked down on those around them as not being as uh, spiritually superior as they were. And boy, he didn't like that at all. And he made it very clear to them how he felt about that. So uh, the whole idea of comparing ourselves one against another is contrary to scripture. If you want to compare yourself, compare yourself to God. And you'll quickly see how much you need Jesus as your Savior. Because I can tell you right now, you'll never be good enough. Never, ever, ever. No matter how hard you try, you'll never be good enough. It's only through his goodness that we're saved. And you'll also quickly realize uh, that you need the Holy Spirit in you to live the Christian life. You need him helping you to do that. You can't do it through your self-effort alone. You've got to have his help, his empowerment, his guidance to help you to be able to live that Christian life successfully. So who are the saints? All of us who believe. All who uh, carry the name of Christ, the Christians, the believers, the church. We are the saints. We're justified through Christ. And we like to describe that as uh, to say it's just as if we never sinned. That's our position in Christ. That's how we're seen by God the Father. Uh, our behavior doesn't always match up with that. No, the, the church, uh, if you look at outward behavior and the things that we do and, and, and all of that, things we say, um, our behavior doesn't always line up with that. But our position in Christ is that we are justified and we are made clean and made as though we had never sinned. That's why we're acceptable to God. Um, and it's interesting that we, uh, many times, we want all we can get from God, but we want to give him as little of ourselves as possible. And that's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Because he's given all for us, and uh, it's only right that we should give all for him. But I trust today that, that you are in agreement with me to seek to live our lives uh, based on our position in Christ, as saints. We've been made righteous. He took our, our sinfulness, our, our, our filthiness, and took it upon himself, took the punishment for that, and took his robes of righteousness and placed them upon us and made us righteous in him. As long as we're in Christ, we're his righteousness before the Father. That's our position with him. We're made righteous, made clean, 
through Christ. And our position is that of sons and daughters. And our performance, as I said, is always kind of catching up to that, to our position. But our position doesn't change. That's who we are in Christ. And again, the only way that we can that we can boost that performance and get it up to par and, and cause it to change and to become more Christ-like is through the help and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Now, I hear people sometimes um, say things like, well, I don't claim to be a saint. And I'm talking about Christian people saying that. I don't claim to be a saint. Well, I'm not a saint. I don't claim to be a saint. Well, you better claim it because that's who you are in Christ. You are a saint. You are among the saints. You are one of those who belong to Christ and belong to the Father. You are a saint. Jesus sacrificed himself so that you could be a saint. So really, it's a, a, it's a really a bad thing, a negative thing for us to, to even let those words come out of our mouth to say, I'm not a saint. Because Jesus died so that you could be one. We are his saints. We are the church. And we need to remember that. So stop saying those kind of things that, uh, well, I, I'm, I don't claim to be a saint. Please claim it. Speak it. Proclaim it because it's the truth. You are a saint. Does that mean you live in perfection in, in your outward behaviors and all of that, attitudes? No, but it means your position in Christ is that of a saint. And that's the only way you can go to heaven anyway. It's not based on your performance. It's based on his performance, his purity, his holiness. And because of that justification through Christ, all of us are saints. And we have been for the, the very minute that we accepted Jesus as our Savior, we became saints. So, stop calling yourself a sinner. Now, it, I, I've heard this, I think I've heard it in some, some old songs, and I hear it occasionally, uh, hear people make this statement, uh, well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. No, stop saying that you're an old sinner, because that sounds like that you really haven't transitioned over. You're still in that position of sinner. You know, there's no in-between there. You're either a sinner or a saint. There, there's no middle ground. So to say I'm an old sinner saved by grace, no, if you're saved by grace, you're no longer a sinner. You're a saint. So we need to change our vocabulary and, and refer to ourselves in the right way, and that is as children of God that we are saints. I'm, I'm not an old sinner anymore. An old sinner sounds like I'm still uh, involved in the old sins, and, and that, that's not where I want to be. That's not my identity anymore, an old sinner. No, I am a saint today, not because I'm perfect in the way I live and the way I do things, but because he's perfect and he is my righteousness, and I, my identity is in him today. No longer in me. See, I, I was purchased. I belong to him. And now my identity is in him, not in myself. So let's stop saying that. Let's stop calling ourselves old sinners <laughs> or young sinners for that matter. We're not sinners. If you've accepted Christ, you're not a sinner anymore. You're a saint. You say, well, what if I 
commit a sin. What if I, I, I make a mistake? That doesn't take you and put you back over here in that you're not saved, unsaved, saved, unsaved, back and forth like a yo-yo. You, you're still saved. Our performance will fail sometimes. But as we grow in Christ and grow in the Lord, our performance is going to improve. And we're going to get better and better at, at living the life as the Holy Spirit works that through us. But our position is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who we are. And we are saints. Um, the beauty of grace is that in spite of those failures, in spite of our mistakes, he still calls us his saints. Isn't that an awesome thing? From God's perspective, even when we fail, even when we mess up, we're still his saints. Why? Because when he looks at us, he sees the blood covering of Jesus Christ over us and he sees his righteousness and he, he sees us as pure and holy before him. His spirit continues to work out those things that need to come out of us and work in those things that need to be in. But our identity and our position is as saints before God. And it's because of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And I say praise the Lord for that. Aren't you glad that our identity and even our salvation is not dependent on our performance and how well we do things? Uh, else it would be, <laughs> none of us would make it. But thankfully, our identity in, in Christ is what gives us sainthood, if you will. That's what causes us, enables us to be the saints of God. And that's how we're referred to uh, many times in the scripture as the saints. We're the righteousness of God. So, child of God, I want you to understand this today. Please listen to me and hear this and get this today. Child of God, you are a saint. You are a saint. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And people around you will, will they love people love to point out other people's flaws and they'll point the finger at you sometimes say look at this look at that how can you call yourself a saint you can call yourself a saint because jesus is a saint and our identity is in him and as long as you're in christ you are a saint and that is bible that is scriptural that is truth and that's who we are. We are saints. We are uh, the body of Christ. And as long as we're in him, we are saints. And I praise God for that. So child of God today, you are a saint. You're no longer a sinner. You're not an old sinner. <laughs> You're a new saint. You're a clean, pure, and holy saint before the Father. You're justified through Christ. And we praise God for that truth today. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much that we are saints today. We're included in that community of saints, that community of believers, that body of Christ. We're a part of that, and we thank you for that today. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us in making that possible. Thank you that we're justified through you. Thank you for your robes of righteousness that you've placed on each one of us who believe. We thank you for that. Thank you for taking the penalty for our sinfulness 
and, and taking that on the cross. We thank you and praise you for that today. Thank you for making us saints. And we are thankful, Father, for your love that brought all of that to be. Thank you for loving us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Join us next time as we take a closer look at his inheritance. Until then, to all of you saints, I say God's blessings rest upon you. Shalom.